What's the difference between McDonald's, the store, and McDonald's, the company? Well, McDonald's actually has a dual operating model, and it's not the same business. We're going to highlight the differences between the two, which one's variable and which one's fixed, and we're going to talk about what arguably we think is the better business between the two. Let's jump in. McDonald's is one of the most iconic brands that is known worldwide. The golden arches are a sign of hope or tragedy, depending on what time of the day you might be eating your McDonald's. But ultimately, McDonald's is not just a brand, it's a business. And it's not just one business, it's two. It's an operating business, restaurant operations, and it's a franchisor. And when we pull it apart, it's helpful to understand the difference between the two businesses, whether or not they're actually in the same business, just in different operating models, and because of the businesses that they're in, which is likely to be successful over time. First of all, let's understand a little bit about the history of McDonald's. McDonald's was started in 1940, and many of you know this story. It was started by a pair of brothers in Southern California and then ultimately brought to national fame in the U.S. by Ray Kroc. But one of the pieces of the story that sets the stage for the importance of the two operating models for what we have for McDonald's is a pivot that the company made around 10 years into their history. When Ray Kroc realized that the operating of restaurants is hard, a big challenge, and not for the weak of heart. And he recognized that potentially another way to make the business a success would be to separate out the ownership of the real estate and the operating of the company. Hence, the dual model for McDonald's was born. And now, today, you see that there's a split inside the company between its company-owned restaurants and the business of being a franchisor. McDonald's as a trading company is pretty valuable. It's S&P 100. Uh, It's one of the largest New York Stock Exchange companies, and they have over 37,000 restaurants throughout the world. In addition, they are the world's second largest employer with 1.7 million employees. Walmart, another company that we looked at, has just a few more. So large employer, large scale, global brand, but two operating models. How are they different? This is where we bring in Strategy Simplified to understand the difference between the two operating models. Here's the big question. Is the business a variable cost business or is it a fixed cost business? Well, let's dive over to the financials and we'll talk about it at the same time that we look at the numbers. There are two parts of the business. The sales by company-operated restaurants. Those are businesses that And what we're accounting for there are the actual revenues of those businesses. So we're accounting for $9.4 billion in revenues that are sold in our company-owned stores. So when you buy a McDonald's hamburger or a milkshake or a soda in one of those restaurants, that's where that number is going. However, we have revenues from franchised restaurants as well, and that's $11.7 billion. So it's larger than the sales by the company operating restaurants. But what goes into that? Well, that's one thing that we would definitely want to understand if we're taking a look at this. First, though, let's take a step back. If I am a restaurant operating like a restaurant, if I'm a McDonald's and I own everything in the McDonald's and I am operating that restaurant, what kind of business am I? Fixed or variable cost? 
Some people would say I'm a fixed cost business. I have to hire my cooks. I have to hire my um, employees, my servers. I, I need to make sure that all of that is there. And I also have to pay for all of my technology and my lease or my ownership of the facility. I need to buy all of my equipment. And, and that's true. There are a lot of fixed costs that go into operating a business. But there's one that's a pretty big cost in a restaurant that we need to make sure we pay attention to. That's food. So because of the incremental nature that every Every person that you serve costs you as a business. This is a variable cost business. And like we saw with luxury brands, even if the variable cost portion of the business is not the majority of the costs, it still is a variable cost business. What does that mean? We have two ways to win. We can negotiate aggressively with suppliers. And does McDonald's do that? Absolutely. Do you think a potato at McDonald's costs the same as a potato for a housewife? I don't think so. Um, So you're going to see aggressive negotiation on the supplier side. Also, you're going to see a pricing toward profit. So a price that where you're working on making sure that people are not selecting an item, but they're paying a little bit more. So something from the dollar menu might be $1.95 now. And McDonald's is constantly monitoring whether that extra $0.95 cents was represented by a drop off it by half of the customers. If it wasn't, if it wasn't that elastic of a change where you double the price and then the users drop off by half, then you get extra profit per user. So McDonald's as an operator is thinking about making sure that they are maximizing the transaction per customer and just paying back the fixed costs of the business. That's amazing. And that speaks to, for example, if McDonald's is going to open a new restaurant in its current locations, all that they're looking for is that they're selling enough new volume, not stealing volume from other restaurants, but enough new volume in order to pay back those initial expenses and then subsequently contribute to the bottom line. So they're not looking at just an individual store at doing that. They're looking at an entire region. Let's look at the second business of McDonald's, that the franchising business. Now, revenues from franchise restaurants are $11.7 billion. So if we go down a little bit, we look at the nature of the business to understand whether that number represents the amount of dollars spent on McDonald's in McDonald's stores, or whether that's just the revenues that the stores are paying McDonald's as a portion of their total revenues. What we see is that McDonald's, as of December 31st, 2019, has 21,837 conventional franchise restaurants, okay, 7,648 developmental license, and 6,574 foreign affiliated. Their total franchise restaurants are 36,000. Then the company-operated restaurants, 2,636. So you tell me. Knowing that that is the scale difference and knowing what the revenues are, the difference between the nine and the, you know, just over 11 billion in revenue, what do you think? Of course, these franchise restaurants, that number is just the revenue from the franchisees. So when we're valuing McDonald's, we're not actually just valuing this company operated restaurants and the revenues from the franchisees. We're valuing, that's what we can trade, that's what we can buy in the stock, but what we're valuing overall is actually the massive amount of the reach that McDonald's has because that's what's going to affect the supplier contracts and other parts of the operating business. Now, we will look at these revenues from franchise restaurants. What does it cost to set up a franchise? Is it a fixed cost business or is it a variable cost business? 
There is a little bit of incremental cost when you set up a new franchise. You have to bring somebody in for training. You have to, of course, provide them with whatever it is that you're providing them. So in this case, if McDonald's is buying the real estate or building out something, and you'll see this, right? Franchise restaurants, occupancy expenses is one of the line items. But then you have sales, general, and administrative expenses. And the two of those are almost identical in terms of line items. And both of them are way smaller in combination than um, even 50% of the revenues from franchise restaurants. So if we're getting revenues from franchise restaurants of $11.7 billion and in fixed cost expenses, spending about $4.4 billion, um, then we're looking at really, really attractive margins on that side of the business. That would be if we allocated all of our sales general and administrative expenses to the franchise part of the business. So what do we have here? McDonald's, dual businesses, operating, variable cost business, even though there are a lot of fixed costs to operate a McDonald's, and even though the food expenses aren't super high, the paper products not super high, and a lot of the staff is actually pretty fixed. We have some variability. Um, but what do we see on the franchise part of the business? That is a fixed cost part of the business. Here's the question. What do you want to be if you own a, a restaurant in the future? Do you want to be the owner operator? Maybe if you have great margins, and if for your fixed cost, you're full right? For your fixed costs, you're utilizing that capacity um, really well, and you can drive great margins on your products. Obviously, how do you do that? Lots of times it's through alcohol and drink sales and through higher priced menu items that are less expensive to roll out. But the other piece that you need to understand is the power of being a franchisor. And this in this situation um, is the big shift that McDonald's made to becoming a fixed cost business where they once create the curriculum on becoming a franchisee. And once they set up the networking process on the back end, and once they digitize their menu, and once they, right, all of the once things that they can do that they can leverage across the entire system, that's a fixed cost business, which arguably, at least in McDonald's case, is a better business. Now in the future, if you want to buy a restaurant, invest in one, or maybe if you just want to work for a restaurant and corporate, you'll better understand how you can simplify the strategy of a franchisor, franchisee, and an operating restaurant. Thank you for listening to this episode on McDonald's. Isn't it fascinating to discover something in a line item of the P&L and realize that it gives you insight into how an entire multi-billion dollar business operates? Well, that's what we do at Management Consulted and specifically on this podcast at Strategy Simplified. If you liked what we did today, please subscribe to the channel. And in addition, share the podcast with friends, family, and colleagues. In addition, if you want more details on strategy, we are running an upcoming strategy sprint, which gives information about how to apply these concepts in a real world setting using analytics, teamwork, and data-driven insights. It's an incredible experience and we'd love to have you join us. For more information, please reach out team at managementconsulted.com.